Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And we are joined today by number 18 for the St. Louis Blues and Stanley Cup champion, Mr. Smooth, Robert Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today, Bob. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. How was, how was your holiday? Before we get into the before we get into the nitty gritty interview, it's you know relaxing week. You had a good time. Yeah, holidays were good. Um, you know, got to spend a lot of time with the family on the phone. Uh, you know, exchange the little gifts and and just do like a couple little traditions we do. Um, and then yeah, spent most of the time with uh, actually some guys on the team. And a lot of the single guys or, or younger guys. Um, you know, we all came together and. Uh, just kind of had some turkey and, and hung out. There you go. Yeah, that's dope. I was actually going to ask you about uh, family traditions because my family always does. Uh, so instead of like writing each other's like actual names on their like tags for presents, we always write like nicknames or like the family nerd because my brother's really smart and like all of that stuff. So you have to kind of like guess like who it's for while also like guessing what the present yeah. is. So I was wondering like what kind of traditions uh, do you have with your family that kind of like fall in line with um. Yeah, I mean, we don't have anything like that. We're not, we're not that, uh, that funny. But we, we got, uh, we got like, uh, you know, those like bingo scratch cards. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, usually at dinner, our whole family always does one, and uh, you know, we see, we see who the big winner is. Usually, it's only some, someone gets five bucks or something. But yeah, uh, you know, that's kind of one, one good tradition for us. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not too exciting. So. Uh, you know, my dad's usually making pizza on Christmas Eve and stuff. So those are, those are Christmas Christmas go to. That's, That's a good fire. Mm-hmm. I, we had steak this year because my dad has high sodium. Because we mm-hmm. normally have ham, but they was like, yeah, the salt's too high. So we had steak, and I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that trade-off, honestly. Yeah, it's not too it's not bad too at shabby. All. <laughs> yeah. We always got Chinese food because my dad's side of the family is Jewish, so it's the Jewish tradition is because Chinese restaurants are the only places open on Christmas <laughs> every year. It's a good time. That's not, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. I love Chinese like food. That. It's great. Yeah, Chinese food's great. What was your What was your favorite gift you got this year? Anything Anything on the top of your list that you opened up and you were like, hell yeah, PS Five, um, Xbox? You probably already. No, those are impossible to get. Right? Um, it's it's brutal. <laughs> Jack has been talking about that nonstop, um, dude. No, uh, my brother actually got my favorite one. Uh, we got matching gold chains, so uh, it's pretty. Ooh, it's pretty. You got that ice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool you know that flop out him, of the jersey so. this year? Yeah, no. Someone will snatch it right off. But uh, ooh, ooh yeah, exactly. that's but, disrespectful. Uh, yeah, but no, it was uh, it's a it's a cool gift for him to give. Uh, and it's something that means a lot to me. All right. So one thing I think everyone kind of like can agree about this season is going to be really strange, just given everything that's been going on uh, with the pandemic and everything. But another reason it's going to be really strange is Alex Petrangelo is not going to be on the team. Um, and for for Blues fans like myself, like he's just been on the team for so long, he's become, he's become kind of like an identity for the team. So what's it going to be like for you uh, personally playing on the team this season with that kind of not really looming over your head, but knowing that he's not there and having to build your own identity this season. Yeah. I mean, he, he was such a good captain for such a long time. 
uh, you know, he's there the whole time I, I've been with the Blues. So, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely different. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that's just the way hockey is that, you know, players come and go and, you know, it sucks. Uh, you know, you come become such good friends and uh, teammates with a lot of guys. And then, you know, next year they're not on your team. So, uh, you know, that whole part sucks. But at the same time, uh, it is the way hockey is. So, uh, you know, we got a great leader now with Ryan. Um you know, he's, you know, he's a great teammate, great friend to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a great leader for us. So, um, yeah, at the same time, you got to, you got to look forward and, and focus on the positives and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a great captain for us and, and create a whole new identity for us. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is we talked about this on, on the last pod with uh, Scotty Frunovich, but since the new season, you know, weird format, you're playing teams in your division only um so you'll be seeing a lot of a lot of alex petrangelo this year does that kind of bring you back to like the old days of town hockey where you just played the same guys 15 times a year and by the end of it you hated their guts yeah yeah it definitely does um yeah it'll be uh it'll be weird uh you know we got some we got some really good teams in our division obviously now we gotta play against petro a ton uh that'll be I don't know how that's going to go. It might be uh, it might be funny the first game and then a pain in the ass the rest of the time. Yeah, so, I feel. Um, but, yeah. It'll play into – I feel like it'll play into your guys' favor because the whole thing about the, the cup run was, you know, no team could take you guys for seven games. So I feel like by the end of it, they'll see, oh, God, these guys again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that, they're, they're, they're sore from the last one already. I didn't think of it that way. That's, uh, that's pretty good. I, I agree with you on that one. Hopefully – Hopefully it's like a it's like a playoff series throughout the throughout the year and everything just keeps building, so that'll be cool. And then you have a playoff series with those guys afterwards. So kind of, so kind of rolling off of that, who is the, you've been in the league for a little bit now. So who is the one player that you love going up against? Whether it's like you know you can like dangle them <laughs> or like they can't hang with you or whatever. Um, and who is the one player that? Every time you see it on the schedule, you're like, God damn it, not this dude again. <laughs> uh, I would – I'd probably say I don't really have someone that I love going up against. Uh, I wish I could give you some, you know, good answer. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty tough every night. Um, guy to go against. You know, we don't play him too often, but I, I think he's a really good defender. Is that uh, Slavin on – Carolina oh, I think yeah. he's got such a good stick and he's always in the right spot and uh, it's hard to really get around him so uh, you know thankfully we don't have to go against him for for a while this year even though it's only once or twice uh, a season but I think he's a uh, he's a hell of a defender thorn in your side for sure yeah I can't give Petro too much credit him, <laughs> yeah so. exactly can't pump his tires too it, much but yeah no no I can't do that one what about like Matthew or what about Matthew or Brady that's gotta the be Kachucks. fun. I mean, uh, oh yeah, the Kachucks. Like enough, Matthew's mm. just a pain in the ass out there. So <laughs> I don't really get, I don't really get lined up too much against him. <laughs> uh, I've only played Brady once, so that's fair. same kind of thing. Maybe ask me that after uh, in a year, a couple or two more games. Yeah. The bus. yeah. Um, speaking of sort of like the playing guys, a lot of times getting each other's other skins. You don't have to name names, but like if if, if, I, if have you any particularly good chirps like something that kind of stuck with you afterwards you're like wow how, how did they come up with that <laughs> uh i mean for the most part even when when you're kind of chirping on the ice you don't really even think about what they're saying so i i don't really remember too much uh, i'm trying to think i think the the kind of chirps that stick with you are, are ones your friends say on the ice because you know they're kind of they're throwing low blows at you and even when you're playing against like 
like I'll play against Calgary or whatever. And Matthew will tell one of his buddies to throw a little blow at me, <laughs> kind of something like that. And, uh, you know, I couldn't tell you what he's saying, but those kind of, those kind of the ones that stick with you. All right. Good stuff from Rob there. Uh, glad to hear, it. but we are at the time for our first ad break. And, you know, if you're like Robert Thomas at all, he's prepared for this, this new shortened season. He needs a little boost. If you ever need a boost, you need to break through a wall. Built Go is perfect for you. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. It helps you break through your wall, whether it's a mental, mental wall, physical wall, you can break through it with Built Go every single day. They're super easy to take workout gel in 1.5 ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase. You got a big presentation, put it in your hockey bag. You got a big game or just put it in your pocket if you've got a long day ahead of you break it out during lunch and it'll get you through that second half of the day Bilco is the best workout gel on the market it's like five hour energy but you don't have that crash feeling at the end and it's natural so it is better for the body and it comes in three delicious flavors right now including peanut butter honey chocolate coconut and chocolate mint Bilco combines energy gel with collagen protein and collagen protein it's fast absorbing so it gets into your system quickly and it's easy on your stomach uh, it's loaded with good stuff to help ignite your work including beta alanine b3 honey and just a little bit of caffeine and then that collagen promotes joint soft tissue hair and skin health so not only does it make you feel better but it also makes you look better so go to builtgo.com right now and use promo code locked and you'll get 20 percent off your next order that's promo code locked for 20 percent off at builtgo.com and we'll be right back with the rest of the Robert Thomas interview for today's episode. So speaking speaking of chirps, uh, we got a question from a listener. <laughs> so I'm gonna just gonna ask it for you uh, with no introduction. Uh, so Bob, I hear you guys have been skating, but from recent reports in the three on three tournament, you registered That's zero great. goals against Daddy it's Padre. Wild. What gives? <laughs> I'm not even answering that. <laughs> Next question. Yeah, get over that. Stewie <laughs> well, came out for the three-on-three. Three. That was fun. I think he got a record 25 shots right off his head. Just <laughs> but, was that what you were aiming? Yeah, yeah. I hit him right in the head yeah, once. I, right the I remember it. But no, it was funny. That's good. That's good. Knew that one was coming. He brought that up to me the other day. <laughs> I popped in his live stream. He goes, oh, can't score on me again. <laughs> I was just waiting on that one. All right, so um, obviously Alexander Steen retired recently because um, of injuries and all of that things, but what kind of impact did he have in the locker room on a young guy like you who was just kind of getting his feet wet in the NHL? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, that was a tough one to hear about. Uh, you know, Steener was such a big part of the team. Uh, you know, a lot of people didn't really, really get to see, uh, you know, just how big his impact was. Uh, you know, I was a young guy, you know, it's really tough. You walk into a room and, you know, especially your first time you see all the big names you're, you're with, you know, Petro and O'Reilly and Bozak and all those guys that you grew up watching. And even, and especially Steiner, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he's in Toronto and stuff. And uh, I was just a little kid. So it was pretty intimidating, but he was, uh, he was a big part of getting me comfortable. And, you know, uh, I didn't really start to, I wouldn't say I really, got to you know my full game until I actually played on a line with Steiner and you know he was good talking to you all the time and you know he helped you out so much and I don't even think people in the organization just knew how valuable he was so uh he was he was such a big part of our team and you know it's uh he had such a great career and you know it's good to look back and and great memories for sure and I know he potentially uh talked about the idea of coming back as like a a coach or assistant or something and by the way you talk about it sounds like he'd, he'd fit great in that role 
Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. He would be, uh, he'd be an awesome person for young guys. Um, you know, whether it's assistant coach or whatever he wants to do, uh, he'd fit right in, uh, and, and be awesome for it. And I can't even believe like, even just going back to last season in the bubble and like hearing now about like, I forget what exact like injury it was, but like something like herniated disc on his spine and like having trouble, like getting out of the car and tying his own shoes. Yeah. Going back Mm -hmm. to the bubble and like thinking that like that had to still kind of be there in some regard and him going out there and like fighting through it every night. Like you can't ask for a better teammate really. No. Yeah. He he was the best teammate, best person, uh, you know, he, he will definitely be missed and, you know, I hope to, I hope to see him at the rink soon, whether it's, you know, just coming as a friend or, or, uh, you know, he's back coaching or doing something like that. I think it'll, it'll be great to see. Yeah, for sure. So kind of spinning off of that and him being an inspiration for you when you were little. Um, so imagine there's like, let's say there's like a boy or a girl, like young boy or girl hockey player listening to this podcast right now. What's one piece of advice that you would give to them that you wish someone would have told you when you were younger? Um, you know what? I think, I think the biggest piece of advice I've ever gotten is have fun. It's the simplest one, but it, it really, it really does mean the most. Uh, I mean, for me, for me, whenever I was having fun, I was just enjoying it. I was playing better. I was, you know, more relaxed and, uh, you know, I felt like I was actually getting better. So, you know, there's so many stressful times, uh, you know, playing hockey when you're growing up, you know, you got like, you know, OHL drafts, college recruitment, all that, all that stuff. And it's, it's pretty stressful and it gets to a lot of people. And uh, when you get around that age, sometimes you, you start losing your fun and your enjoyment for the game because you're more worried on that kind of stuff. So uh, I think the biggest thing is just enjoy it and have fun. Was was there like a, a moment that you can pin down or a kind of transition from the, the almost like the sprint to whatever be professional or whatever, where you kind of just sat mm-hmm. down and went, holy shit, this is it. Like, what do you remember what that was exact moment was like? Uh, I would say the first moment, uh, I mean, I wouldn't even say it was in the pros. I'd say it was my first game in London, um, you know, just because they, they have such a great, like, rank and stuff, and it's kind of like a, a mini pro rank where you get 10,000 fans there every night. Uh, I would say it was my first game there was when I kind of just sat down and went, like, holy crap, this is this is really awesome. And, uh, you know, you go I, I could get used to this. Yeah, you go through some tough times, and uh, you know minor hockey is always always tough on everyone. So yeah, those bus rides. Uh, that, yeah, that was, so that was kind of that was kind of the point where I sat down and was like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" And this is what I really want to do. Yeah, I can remember because growing up, I was always really good at baseball. So I played like select from the time I was like seven. Not a flex, kind of a flex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it was funny. One of the select games. I played against we played against a team called the Sharks and had this kid on the other team who was super athletic and I was like I, I heard this dude's pretty good on like his scattering report so I would like play back on him because I played center field and it was af- it was actually Matthew Kachuk and I ended up throwing him out at second base <laughs> on Whoa. a single on a single he tried to no stretch way. into a double yeah it was pretty funny um yeah, well, he's got some tough boots, so he wouldn't be around. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just remember like going through high school and like we had we would have double headers and triple headers. And just eventually I got burnt out of it because I think I took it. I think I took it too seriously. But like whenever I wasn't playing select and would just play with like my buddies and like pick up and stuff, I definitely had a lot more fun. And that kind of like drew me back to the sport more than playing competitively all the time. So. I definitely get what you're saying there where it like kind of weighs on you if you take it too seriously. 
absolutely. I think just enjoying it. And even though it's stressful, just enjoying the competition, enjoying everything around it. Uh, it's so important, especially for young kids, not get too worried about that kind of stuff and, and just really enjoy it. Yeah. So are you, are you living with the Kachucks again this year or is the situation like the living situation changed? Uh, no, I got, uh, I got my own apartment this year. So big, big step for me. Yeah, moving so, on up. Yeah. I know I got to be an adult now, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I still, still go over there. I'm trying to get over there a couple of times a week and uh, just have dinner and kind of hang out and everything's good. Yeah. I guess uh, that sort of ties into obviously St. Louis is known for their great alumni and, and everyone kind of remains in the area and stays con- connected. And it must've been a huge mm-hmm. benefit living with, you know, a family like the Kachuk. So how, how good was, was just having like a constant source of guys to get, gave you advice guys to, you know, go out to dinner with, show you around the city. What's that? What's that like? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of the, the culture that's been built in St. Louis. Uh, you know, I think, I think you know, Steiner, Steiner was a huge part of that as well uh, and, and will continue to be a part of that, uh, you know, for whatever he, whatever he decides to do after. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the whole thing about, you know, giving back. And, uh, you know, I think the, there's one quote that, that really stuck with me. Um, I think you said it about his number. Uh, you know, you bring your, you wear the jersey number or whatever, and you, uh, you put it in a better place than you, you got it at. And uh, that was his whole mindset. And I think he really, really did that. And that kind of speaks towards, uh, you know, the, the culture of the city and the alumni here that, uh, you know, they're always giving back and, and trying to just make that jersey a better place. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I remember reading that quote too, and I was like, damn, like, I kind of hit home. Like that made me want to go and yeah. like throw a jersey on. Like shit. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember I reading that, and I was like, that just describes Steiner mm-hmm. to uh, to a T. And so it's a uh, it's a pretty powerful quote. He yeah, said, "100." I'd, I'd, I'd say he did a pretty good job of of carrying it out for sure. Yeah, and you talked about the the culture of St. Louis. So obviously, like in a pandemic, small businesses are kind of struggling right now, especially like food places and mom and pop. So. What's like the one, whether it's pregame or like just in the off season or whatever, like what's the one food place in St. Louis where you're like, dude, this is top notch, like best stuff. Is it in the hill? Is it like just gooey butter cake as a whole? Like (laughs) (laughs) if you love my gooey butter, what fits your fancy? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, for me, for me, I love, uh, I've been, I've been working on, you know, kind of expanding going, uh, those mom and pop places. I think those, those places are great. Uh, I mean, I got one right across the street, Dominic's, uh, Italian spot. There's, uh, you know, there's so many, there's so many really cool small places that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily hear about and you got to search a little bit and then you go there and the food's just awesome. Uh, trying to think of a couple names right now. There's like, uh, Dang, I'm drawing a blank right Because I really like, there's one downtown, I think, called Rooster. Go there for, like, breakfast. That is, really? I love going. There. Yeah, they got crepes and stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. They're so good. And they're, like, it's not expensive at all. It's, like, six bucks. Really? Like, bro, yeah, it's fire. Hmm. Tell me, you have to take me there when I come visit. A, Sounds good. Yeah, Josh. there's a ton of good places. Um, I just, like, I can't remember this one name. Ah, dang. I'm drawing a blank right now. But there's, uh. You know, I, I'm big on the, the small restaurants. I like uh, like kind of getting to know the, you know, the family stories or whatever and, you know, the history of the place. And I think the, that kind of thing is awesome. And, uh, you know, obviously, especially during this time, it's uh, it's very important for everyone to, you know, support the small businesses and, and help them out because, uh, you know, they're, they're, yeah, they, they need our help. 
And it was, it's always nice when like you go to a place and like the head chef or like the owner comes out and like asks you like, how was your food? Like I really think like brings it into that mom and pop kind of feel where they're like each customer is important instead of like the earnings like tab at the end of the month or whatever it might be. So that is really cool. I agree with that. Exactly. And you get the best food at those places. Right, you can tell it's made with love. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Not, and not just on some like rapidly moving grill line, Gordon Ramsay style. Yeah. Oh man. Um, just going off that sort of, are there any, like, I know you haven't, you know, traveled too much cause you're, you haven't been in the league for that long, but are there any cities where you, where you get super amped up to go? Cause the food's so awesome. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, North End in Boston. I'm I'm from the Massachusetts <laughs> area, so that, you know what? I'm actually glad you said that. that's a great spot. Um, yeah, I hate to I hate to give the city credit, but Chicago's got some nice food. What's the take on the pizza though in Chicago? Um, I I'm a big fan. Um, so so really? I remember it feels like it looks like just like a big lasagna, like yeah, it's just pasta pizza. It's weird. I don't so know. Um, my draft was in Chicago, so obviously I had all my family in and. Uh, Owen came as well, and he he loves that Giordano's uh, deep dish pizza. So I remember, uh, I remember the year after, or a year after I got drafted, I was I was in London for for half the year there, and he ordered uh, he ordered a bunch of them online, so we'd have them like every other week or something. And uh, wow. funny enough, as my my housewarming gift, he he sent me four of them, and I don't oh know what that's awesome. Them, so I got them sitting in my freezer. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just throw a party. Have the guys I know. I, eat I, all of them. I tried to have, I tried to heat one up the other day for for dinner, and I couldn't even get through half of it. So, <laughs> yeah, they're so thick, but they 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 definitely are good. That's I guess uh, going back to the whole Boston thing. Uh, me growing up in the area, going to games at the Garden, it's probably a pretty pretty intense play intense place to play any time of the year, much less during a Cup final. So, uh, what was your experience um, playing at the Garden? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an awesome place to play. Uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, you know, how St. Louis fans are and how passionate they are and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So kind of, kind of gave me that that good feeling. You know, some some cities have more like you know corporate attraction and stuff, but you know, Boston and St. Louis are, you know, they're they're blue collar people and they they love sports and they love to have fun so uh that that's the kind of feel i got you should have seen during my house during the finals it was my dad my friend his friend it was like five bruins jerseys and just me over in the court going like yeah go blues <laughs> my, after uh, oh, i don't remember which game it was whatever game where the that little controversial ending my dad did not speak to me for 48 hours <laughs> It was, it was, it was an intense time. My mom was like, guys, stop fighting, please. I'm like, you don't get it. We have to. It was, yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. All right. That's great stuff from Robert Thomas there, but I want to pause real fast. Get another word from one of our sponsors bet online. So if you guys are ready to go uh, in the end for your playoff picture for fantasy football, uh, if you're watching college football coming up in the bowl season, uh, if you want to place bets on a Hart Trophy candidate, maybe a guy like Robert Thomas, who knows, could have Ooh. a very could have a huge season. You could win big um, on that. You could win huge. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here at Locked On Blues, and it's betonline.ag. So sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on in all caps for your 50% welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on, make a little bit of money on the side um, and start off your new year on the right foot. Once again, that's betonline.ag 
They're doing great things over there. We love them. We know you guys will love them. Check them out. Make a little bit of money. We'll be right back with Robert Thomas's interview. So speaking of controversy in the finals, I know you've been probably asked this question a million times, but in my eyes, Tory Krug's on your team now, obviously, yeah. but that, that's a charge day in and day out. He, he came across the ice from like the, like the end zone all the way to our zone and just nailed you. Like I get, <laughs> I get it's playoff hockey. You didn't want to blow whistles left and right. But like, to me, that's about as textbook of a charge as you can get. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, every time I get asked, this, I'm not really sure how to answer it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I remember, I remember, uh, this was funny, but the, the blues brought me on like a season ticket one and they asked him about that. And he said it was a clean charge, but he didn't know I was listening. Yeah. He's standing uh, right and there. Is like, so I, and then I, <laughs> and then they popped my head and after, and he's like, Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. How, how was the hit Rob right in front of the dude? <laughs> yeah. I think it was a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, didn't, I didn't really feel it too bad. So that was all good, but. I know you had to you had to sign a picture of it, right? You had to just I forget I forget where I heard yeah. that. Oh my god. Yeah. Um yeah, the Kachucks. That's right. Uh, they had a sign. That's right. I think is uh yeah, it was funny. Oh the shit the shit eating gritty must have had when he handed that to you. <laughs> I know it was his brother Kevin who who fired it on me, so it was pretty funny. All right, I I got a question. Uh that's been it's been bugging me for, for a good while. So I know you you play uh you play NHL, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if you follow their account on Instagram, but they're, they're, one of their little sayings is Robert Thomas is elite, yeah. which agreed. But then you go on the game, you go into franchise mode, and you're not. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know how that works, but the, the potential system is franchise elite top six. And they for all the, all the talking they do about you being elite, they haven't made you. And it, it just grinds my gears every what time. I got, you're, you're top six. Top, top six, six potential. Hey, I'll take top six. That's pretty good, no? It's supposed to be good. See, I thought the same thing because I did franchise mode on my stream like a while back and I was like, oh, I'll just make everybody because I did like creative players with people that were in the stream. And I was yeah. like, I'll just make everyone top six potential so it's fair and we can all be like studs together. And they were like, no, that's like you cap out at like, what is it, like 80 overall, Josh or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's oh, shit. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of peeved. So I think oh. I think we got to do we got to do some some talking to clappy for you and you're like, <laughs> if you're gonna say he's elite bro you gotta back it up you gotta back it up oh that's funny i thought i thought top six was pretty good i was gonna take that and run that's what i'm saying bump it up maybe yeah a little bit yeah. at least maybe, one maybe if, I, maybe if i have a good year they'll give me it next year yeah i haven't played that franchise mode in a while it's kind of the last neat. time the last time i played it was uh you could do like you're, you had one team and your buddy had a different team. Oh, yeah. Like, I, they need that back. No, that's all the way back in back in like PS3 days. Yeah. NHL 15 yeah. was the last yeah. time they had that. Uh-huh. That was the last time I played the franchise mode. But uh, I've been playing the online version a little bit. It's been fun. I've been doing a lot of be a pro playing as a goalie, dude. <laughs> and it's, it's a nightmare. Like I'm on like rookie really? difficulty, yeah. even going yeah. against the AI, bro. And I'm just like... I think my save percentage right now is like 700 or something stupid. Like it's so <laughs> bad. Uh, yeah. And I'm doing everything. I even moved the sliders up and I was like, I don't even, I don't know what to do. But like, I'm trying out here. It's fun to play though. Like the, the online, like ESHL, the goalie is awesome. And yeah. That was pretty sweet. Especially when you awesome. make like a highlight real save and no one's expecting you're like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Like a break. Boys or something. Yeah. yeah, for sure. 
I mean, I played a little goalie when I was in, in Mites, so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it was fun, though, for, for, for those few months. Good times. <laughs> All right, good stuff there, Toby, from part one. Yeah, that's right, part one. <laughs> we got another come. one coming. 20 that's more minutes of this absolute beauty. You guys mm-hmm. are going to love it. We love mm-hmm. making it for you guys. Um, just fantastic stuff, but can't wait to see what the next episode has in store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check us out. Uh, we'll be posting clips of it, but you can only get the whole shebang here on Locked On Blues on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So make sure you hit that subscribe. Or whatever else you got. Whatever else you got. Make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button, whatever it may be. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at 12 to 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Yes, sir. We will see you guys in part two of the Robert Thomas interview. Let's go, Blues. Thank <laughs> you.